Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we're comedians who live in Hollywood. That's where we are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not on vacation anymore. You're welcome back. Thanks. You know, when you paused right before Hollywood, I didn't know where we were. Like, that was when you say that, I'm always curious if it's going to be Los Angeles, Southern California, the Inland Empire. It's a mystery. Mm -hmm. Data point. We're in the San Gabriel Basin. Uh, Laverne. Where's Laverne? Uh, I don't know, but I got rejected from them to go to college there. Really? Mm-hmm. How many places did you uh, apply to go to college? One. Laverne? Uh-huh. I applied to... I don't, count, I, I don't count the community college I applied to and then went to briefly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> applied to, as in... Yeah. <laughs> I got 13 bucks. Yeah, you, you paid your check. I applied... There's an arcade! Oh, wow. Uh, they had the Bears Lair at Cal. I didn't go to Cal. What's the Bears Lair? The Bears Lair was underground, and it was a bowling alley, and it was a sweet arcade. They had the four-person Spider-Man game, the one with uh, oh yeah, that game Noir and uh, terrible, Cat. but you get sucked into playing yeah, it. Yeah, where else would they you? They all get to look play hunched and old, but like also shoulders super are... tall. Like they would zoom in and yeah. they'd become like Street Fighter size, and then they'd also be Avenger size. Yeah, yeah. Where else were you going to see Black Cat or a black uh, black suit Spider-Man? Uh, no one cares about Black Cat. Like, really? Do, who does? Felicia Hardy? 
Is that her name? I thought so. She's always kind of, she's always a bummer. It's like, hey, where's Mary Jane? Or where's anybody else? But she was super sexy. And that was, I She was super sexy. But did you really believe Black Cat was going to hang well with Spider-Man? Apparently she did. This is what I don't believe. But it was weird. Catwoman could hang with, with Batman. Yeah. Well, that's because she was, she had the skills to pay the bills. Right. But I never saw or read anything where I'm like, oh, Black Cat, she's got it. I think also her secret identity would be harder to like, hey, remember that woman we saw last night with with just stark white hair? And she. Uh, oh, yeah. She's like 25 years old. Yeah. I think she's right behind you <laughs> buying a churro. <laughs> Does she also have superpowers? I think it was like just heightened agility. Did she, she didn't have a See, whip. That's she the thing. Like, a, like Catwoman lived in a world with heroes where they're just humans with extra extra abilities yeah where batman can be the tactical leader of justice league i feel like you know catwoman could hang black cat didn't seem to have superpowers so i was like why are you hanging out with superheroes aren't you gonna get wrecked i think she had some sort of a harpoon gun like the car it was called like the cat claw or something and it was how she would saucer of milk yeah just and then uh yeah there was something else about yeah i think she has a terrible secret identity yeah but who wanted to play as namor anyway yeah that's the only game with namor in it so that catches everybody up on Raw. There we go. Yeah. Oh, why did we talk about this? Oh, uh, I applied to three colleges. Three colleges. Yeah. Uh, Eugene Lang, New School University in New York. Okay. Um, Humboldt University. Oh. And Sonoma State University. Oh. I only got into Sonoma State University. Well, la di da. Yeah. And do you graduated? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. I did four years. And that <laughs> right in the middle of that, I met my good friend Nathaniel, who was like, hey, man, you like wrestling? I was like, yeah, I love wrestling. And then I just remember started watching wrestling for a good chunk of college. And that's what brings us here today. What brings us here today, togetherness, is wrestling. This is the Comedy Wrestling Podcast, Curtain Jerks, where each and every week we talk about whatever's funny to us, whatever's enjoyable and weird and goofy and fun. and Like uh, our academic prowess. Yes, uh, Did you graduate? Or lacking. No, God, no. You can't really graduate from a community college anyway. What's a play you did in college that people wouldn't know about? I know about. That wouldn't know about? You did sexual per- perversions in Chicago, right? No. Okay, but you did do Dracula. In Chicago? I thought it was called sexual perversions in Chicago. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying. You, did, you, you played, did you played play. in Steppenwolf in Chicago, right, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, Malkovich's understudy. <laughs> What's a play you did in college that people wouldn't know about? That they wouldn't know about. Yeah, because well, I, I assume like, everybody wouldn't know about any of the plays they didn't. Yeah, you did. Uh, you didn't. It wasn't Clockwork Orange. You did One no. Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That was a, a post college. I you did, did that Dracula. That was in high school. And then you also did. I did uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs. I'll make this very quick so we get to talk to, about wrestling. And we have some big interviews coming up. Um, I was in Brighton Beach Memoirs. I auditioned with a guy from my high school who was. Uh, who looked like he was 14 or 15 years old, which is what Eugene is supposed to look like. And I look like what I do now, except less like, sickly. I was look, more well-fed then. So six foot five and six foot five. Like, that's all that matters. You look like Lyle Lovett if he fought his way through the galactic wastelands. Exactly. Yeah. That's what the director should have said. Yeah. And gone with the other dude that was like five foot five. And look like he was 15 years old. Um, but I got it. Yeah. So which pretty much everybody went, the fuck? Why did he get it? He doesn't look at all like a teenage boy. Uh, but I did. I got that show. And I was in Brighton Beach Memoirs with uh, one of my best friends, Marty. Congratulations. 
That's now thank this you. Is, Fifteen this, years ago, yeah. This is how I build momentum for our wrestling podcast: is asking each other about our colleges and then uh, what we did theater wise. That's right. And I have since given up on the business and now just do strictly podcasting. You're uh, very good at it. Yeah. Uh, we've got some big interviews coming up today that we're going to play during the show. We've got interviews while I was in Toronto with Fight Brands Ashley Six, owner and wrestler. That guy's got two hats on his head. Whoa, he's, uh, there but was, just in bandana form. Wasn't there the president of New Japan for a long time was like their king wrestler guy, and then he also he like he owned the company. Is you that know? right? I remember. Oh, uh, Jack Tunney? Yeah, Jack Tunney. I think it was yeah. Jack Tunney owns New Japan. Right? Yeah, I think you're right. I remember that being like, I remember thinking like, well, that's really awesome. And then when it sort of like mimicked here in the States, the Triple H sort of feeling like he's in charge, but also wrestling on occasion, mm-hmm. doesn't feel as cool. <laughs> There's something about like New Japan, like, yeah, this guy, he, he owns the company and he wrestles. And he's Japanese. Yeah, and he's Japanese. Uh, we also have an interview. Uh, interview. Oh, jeez. See, this is why I went, meh, decent well, podcast. No, I think it's an interview that acts as an instrument of information for people. An interview. An interview with Monster Mafia, the up-and-coming tag team on the indie circuit that everybody's hearing murmurs about. Christian Rosenberg mentioned them on the podcast uh, three or four episodes ago. Yeah, uh, commentating that match between uh, the Young Bucks and, uh, and, and those guys at the IWL, which I mentioned to them. Uh, what was your verdict on Fight Brand? Did you catch a show while you were there? I did. I was going to get into that a little bit later. All oh, right. Okay. To segue into those interviews. Uh, I just thought I'd uh, I'd pepper the, uh, the the foreshadowing. I see some sea salt for the uh, uh, for the, uh, the the section palates. of uh, yes the interview. Uh, the Have you ever had a burrito with tongue in it? Uh, yeah, and she was really upset. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The BFG series, the Bound for Glory series, has come to a conclusion, and there is a winner who is going on to face Bully Ray for the championship at Bound for Glory. Steve, who is that person? Uh, Jeff Hardy. No. Bobby Roode. No. Rob Van Dam. No. Christian? <laughs> no. Abyss. No. Uh, what's Abyss's brother's name? No. Joseph Park. <laughs> uh, Tony Hale? No. No, that's a guy from Arrested Development. Uh, uh, ass kicking James Storm. That's right. AJ Styles. All right. You got it. Yeah, that's what the ass ki- That's the acronym for AJ, right? Ass kicking right. James Storm. Ass chicken. Ass chicken. Uh, so AJ's going to the uh, going to the main event, huh? AJ's going to the event. So we plan on going in San Diego. So we're gonna see AJ Styles versus Bully Ray. This is October seventeenth. Uh, you might be right. I, I, I would refer to it as Rocktober. Uh, yes, Rocktober, Bound for Glory Rocktober. Followed by Rollvember. Yes. And then finally ended with December. <laughs> That's right. We'll be dead. Yeah. Uh, so enjoy it while you can now. So they did their, uh, TNA had, and I love these. I really dig these. The, um, the pay-per-views on, uh, Impact Wrestling. So they did no surrender. They did the first half this past week. And you've got uh, Mr. Anderson versus Bully Ray, which was a war. Those guys went to town on each other. Mr. Anderson versus Bully Ray? That's right, Steve. Wow. Is this a shift in uh, Aces and Eights management? Or is that's it right. a this friendly has been something contest? that's been going on for a couple of weeks now. Really? Yep. But you're, Anderson's you're behind. A, yeah, but Anderson's such an asshole. Why he's perfect for aces and eights. Yeah, but is he the face? He's the he's, face. He's not he? agreeing with what's going on. That's so he he uh, Hogan said one of your guys has to fight for the title before Bound for Glory because Bully Ray was bragging about it. I can just skate through no title defenses. Now is uh, no surrender 
is no surrender uh do you think they did like a back-to-back taping yes or, like they that's did, how they do those yeah so they did the pay-per-view all in so one there's night, a second half but coming. they cut it they, they cut a three-hour pay-per-view into to two 90-minute impacts uh yeah okay ish like it's not the same structure of a pay-per-view but you're getting a pay-per-view quality show on impact uh, i'm wondering these... should i save my questions for the ask scott segment or should i just ask them willy-nilly like i tend to every podcast i guess you can be willy-nilly if you if you like to be but okay the, the you had a uh, uh bobby rude versus uh oh i didn't write down the order but the final four were aj styles magnus bobby rude and austin aries and a series of great matches on that show and then the finals being aj style and magnus another tremendous match and it's really it's gonna be a fun show was if that, you're not watching tna you missed out on a cool tournament were the final four all not final four gentlemen i guess it would be final six uh, i don't consider bobby rude a gentleman no certainly not sir uh was it a all? bit of a dickweed a bit of, indeed the, the dickweed is scraggly this year and it's <laughs> choking the grounds um so these guys were doing in the pay per view. They were doing more match, more than one match a night. Yes. for the tournament. Yes, very cool. I like that. I like that King of the Ring. I like that King of the Ring style. Uh, uh, uh bound for glory, sir. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Dickweed. Uh, <laughs> the dickweed. It's straggling the pines. Um, wasn't the Bound for Glory series already starting before AJ came back? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, because he's in it. Yeah, but I thought it had already started, and then he came back with his loner mode. Yeah, he's in loner mode when he came back. Yeah, but I thought that they had already started it, and so that means he had— He was out of loner mode, now he's in boner mode because he's never won! That's right, he's got a serious boner for that championship. That's right. Wouldn't you? If you were in that tournament, wouldn't you have a serious boner for that championship? I think that belt is really big, and I think it would be very uncomfortable with any sort of boners involved. No, I mean, once you get it, you go like, oh, I got it now. Oh, uh— no, I think I'd still maintain a boner for the championship. Where would you have ranked if you had been in this tournament, Steve? Uh, where was Joseph Park? Uh, not at the top. Hmm. Probably just above Joseph Park. Would you have ranked uh, higher or lower than Jay Bradley? You keep saying this name, and I just can't picture a face. It's like it's like a guy I went to high school with, and I don't know him. I so, don't know him. So I don't know Jay Bradley. I don't. So higher, lower. Uh, it's like card sharks. High. Okay. okay. Higher, how about, how about this? Uh, what's Jay Bradley's finisher move? What's his finisher? Uh, it's like a clothesline from hell. Ugh, God, I've got a just a really weird lower back, and just I've got I've really got a hump. Like this thing looks like it's full of just like. Yeah, but if you got if your legs get all tired and jelly, then maybe towards the end of the match they you just give, they out give out and before then you, before he clotheslines me, misses and then he hits the ropes and then you. Yeah. Schoolboy, yeah, you schoolboy him. Uh, gosh, with such with such a little wrestling talent in my body, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to. But say, you got boxing ability. Yeah, but I would. I'm. I don't want to be a marvelous Mark Marrow in the. Bound you don't want to be, series. but it's your skill set. Yeah. Uh, geez, an Undertaker really makes those punches look good when he does it. You you uh you uh, rabbit punch him once he goes past you. God, that could kill a man, Scott. That could. Yeah, that could kill a man. By God. Yeah, yeah, it could. Yeah. And that's uh, why you get that boner for the title. Got, you know rabbit what? punches. I'm gonna. I think Jay Bradley takes me out on that one. Oh, wow. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, well, yeah, he he does. But All you right. know what? It was a spirited battle with Joseph Park. Had I been involved, well, it was a very exciting tournament, and it's building up. And I'm very excited to see what happens. On a very funny, funny note, um, they did a segment on the show where I, I don't understand this. This makes no sense. The the T J Perkins uh, s- sitting there without the mask on 
as suicide. So he's not suicide when he has the mask on. Every- but Hogan's talking to him like, man, would you put that mask on, brother? It's like you're, you, it's like me Hulk it up. You know, it reminds me of the days of old. And DJ Perkins is like, he is, that guy is just a baseline the whole time. Every time I see him, it's just like, yeah, I'm just really glad to be here. And I just want to thank my family. And it's like, then he puts that mask on and then he puts his hands up in the air. And it's like, hey, he's excited. I can tell with his body. He's excited. So... That happens, and Dixie comes in and says, uh, excuse me for a moment, I need to talk to Hulk alone, please. And then she sits down with Hulk, and she says, well, Bellator's really upset at what's been going on between Tito and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Rampage. Rampage. Uh, they're not happy with what's going on, so they pulled him from the rest of the events. Bellator has now pulled Tito and Rampage, so they won't be here anymore. And Hogan goes... Well, you know what? It's probably best for Tito because he's causing a lot of trouble and good for Rampage. So, well, I guess best of luck to them. Wow. So after hitting each other in the head with hammers building up to an MMA fight, uh, they go, that's done. So at least they did wrap it up. I was about to say, I admire the fact that they at least wrapped up the storyline. I mean, imagine anywhere else it would be like, yeah, Tito Ortiz, Rampage Jackson just never showed up on TNA again. So... Interesting experiment, uh, fun while it lasted, and now the main event mafia is normal at least. I guess so. I mean, everybody's wearing with wrestlers, suits. and they're all active. Yeah, you know, no more rampage. And rampage was wearing a camo suit there for a little bit. Did you see that? I you told me about it. I yeah. remember uh, quite fetching. I believe Nas wore one of those a long time ago. Who's Nas? He's a rapper. Oh well, I'm not up on my rap game, so I don't know these things. <laughs> um. Were, were they even building towards an Ortiz and Rampage, like, wrestling match? Not really. Like, maybe a tag thing that they are going to do, but uh, it was all about the Bellator fight. But that, when Tito hit Rampage in the head with a hammer. I'm telling you, man. The, why did that happen? The He's five a minutes, MMA guy. He could punch him. The five minutes I saw of that Bellator special was fucking incredible, Scott. It was really good. It was like, I, it was like 10 Like, you... Scott set the DVR for me to watch wrestling. You also caught, like, the 10 minutes, like, the overdraft, kind of, like, in case a show goes long. Yeah. And I got, like— I look ten- up for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You got me 10 minutes of Bellator, and it was, like, it was thrilling. It was absolutely thrilling. Why? Because two guys were put in a cage fighting for a fight purse? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Everybody loves purses. Uh, They do. Uh, Speaking of which, I don't know if this guy loves purses or not, but on— Raw, a Night of Champions happened. We didn't watch it. Uh, we, we decided to sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because we were so excited about our predictions. Well, sure we were. Uh, but we didn't watch the pay-per-view. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> things cost money. Sometimes you got to pick and choose, you know. So we, we, we sat on this one, assuming Daniel Bryan wouldn't win was part of the reason. Well, it turns out we were wrong. A lot of things happened in the pay-per-view. Um, if you watched, let us know your thoughts on the on the show. And uh, the following night on Raw, they were in Cleveland, Ohio, and there are a lot of things that happened on the show. But one of the main things that really stuck out on the show were the Miz's parents. I didn't believe Scott when he said, hey, Google Miz's dad. Yeah. And I didn't think I, I was like, what are you talking about? And then he was like, no, did you see Miz's dad? And I was like, no, I, I don't. Why would I want to see what Miz's dad looks like? I assumed he looks exactly like the Miz, but just Tanner more leathery, and just really bright white teeth. That's why they say assumptions make it an ass out of you and the Miz. That's true. That's why they say that. Assumptions. That's why they say that. 
He doesn't look like what I think anybody would expect the Mrs. Dad to look like. Nor does his mother. No, no. They both look like... Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Amy Adams. Oh, if they combined them together, that would be his dad? No, just the, the, like that's <clears throat> Philip Seymour Hoffman as his father. Probably from happiness, like following that character through the years. Yeah, yeah. And then Amy Adams in a role yet to be played. Oh, if she was playing the gremlin. 30 from years from Gremlins. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But not the smart talking one. No, no, the Maybe lady the, one. The, oh, no, the vegetable one. Oh, the googly eye one. The vegetable one. Um, You know, I was so struck by the, like, when you told me to look at it, like I watched it on the DVR, that I reached out and I contacted Mrs. Dad and I flew in him from Cleveland actually this morning. You wait out of petty cash? Yeah, out of petty cash. Jesus Christ! Uh, no, 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 no. I do some advertising. I went halvesies. I went half. Oh, halvesies. Petty cash, and then I also went into my own private stock. Oh, I thought you went Dutch with Mrs. Dad. Oh, like we that would have made sense. We went out to dinner. He, we did eat, but I'll I'll talk about that later. He's actually so in the Mrs. Green room. Dad is here. Yeah, that that guy out there who was on the computer, he wasn't fixing it. He was just using it. Oh. That's Mrs. Dad. I didn't see him from in front. I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, should we should get him in. We should talk to him. I'll bring him in. Okay. Well, hey, everybody, uh, for the first time on the podcast, uh, as seen on Raw, Mrs. Dad. Over here? No, no, no. Uh, over, over here? Sir. O- over here? Sir. Uh, no, closer to the microphones. Over, over here? Uh, uh, there's oh, a mic. Do you see here. the microphone? What yeah, your son talks into? Yeah. Oh, over here. Uh, sit down. Oh. Sit down in the chair. Oh, over here. Y- yes. Right here. Yes. Thank. Thanks for having me on your podcast, guys. Uh, well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, Mrs. Dad. Uh, you, you, Raw was in Cleveland, Ohio. I know. I know. That's our. That's our hometown. And you had front row seats to see your son in action. Yeah, it's really just really kind of boring. What? They're super boring. It was boring? Yeah, just really, just just having kind of a... I thought it was going to be the main event, and Daniel Bryan was there, but it's just my son fighting Randy Orton. Well, the, Randy Orton's the WWE champion. No. Had, he, had he gotten a win over him, maybe he'd fought for the title at the next pay-per-view. No, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, granted, there is no champion at the moment. The title's been withheld, but, it, you know, he's... He's fighting Randy Orton, and you found this boring? I was pretty boring. Look, I'm not a guy who's easily impressed. I just, like, oh, my God. What? Are those, is that a bowl full of M&Ms? Yeah, that's a, it's for, you know, it's for us and for guests that come on the show. Just, just for snacking? You've got a full bowl of M&Ms just on the table for snacking? Yeah, I mean, some people put fruit or something like that in it. It's is just it, a bowl of... Is it, is it your birthday? <laughs> no. No, I assure you, if it's my birthday, no one would know it. Was it? Is it that other guy's birthday? No, it's not Steve's birthday either. Is no. it? Is it Mark Warzeka's birthday? No. Why do you know about Mark Warzeka? <laughs> Just you have that little jersey on the wall. I thought it maybe. Oh, that's yeah. That's Mark's retired jersey. Yeah. yeah. So you he... just you just have. A ball full of M&M's? Is this impressing you? On the table? Is this exciting you and impressing you, Mrs. Dad? These are day-to-day M&M's? Well, we finish them by the end of each day and we refill oh it. Oh my God, you have M&M's every day? Why does this impress you rather than your son on Raw fighting the former WWE champion in a major match? I, well, that was... That's the Miz. And that's Randy Orton trying to... Come on, Miz. Did you Randy, just make a jack-off? It's the moves. And Randy Orton trying to reclaim his ruthless aggression from a couple years ago? Please. He's never going to be as good as when he had hair. You keep making jack-off motions as you talk about this. That's because I just... 
For me, I imagine M&M's are going to come out. I can't believe you got a bowl full of M&M's. Uh, well, you can have some M&M's. Oh, right? my God. You want me to have some of those M&M's? I don't understand. You want me to put some of those M&M's? Just one. I'm just going to have one m You can have more than one. Oh, I'm Look, I, okay, to be fair, I don't talk very highly of The Miz. I'm not a big fan of your son. Well, I uh, can't believe I made him. <laughs> uh, I was unaware. Now, I have so many avenues to which I could address that. Hey, man, get... Feel free to get lost. It's Cleveland, brother. We've got a crazy road system, all right? It's almost as busy as Boston over there. Okay, well... I can't believe you got a bowl full of M&M's. I am impressed. Mrs. Dad, you and the Miz don't seem to have the same genetic pattern. Jeans. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's because I wear jeans and he wears tiny little trunks. Uh, I don't even know why they call them trunks. They look like laminated Speedos. Are you indeed Mrs. Father? As far as my knowledge takes me. Oh, okay. <laughs> How far does your knowledge take you? Well, sometimes I just jump on board and ride it like a horse. And then I wake up places I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe you got a bowl full of M&M's! Uh, look, we'll we'll give you this whole bowl of M&M's. Um, oh, yeah. an entire bowl full of M&M's? Sure. Oh, man. I'm almost as excited as Daniel Bryan when he won the title at Night of Champions. I'm a, a, a little pissed that we bought a plane ticket for you when we clearly, clearly could have just given you a bowl full of I don't know, You didn't even have to pay for it. I paid for the HD version of Night of Champions. That's like $55. Look. I could have downloaded it for free. Well, just flat out. Here's the question. Why are you not excited about your son? There's a great m M&M. and why, why do you not care? Ms. M. M&M's. It's M. It's like the little M on this M&M. You know what it reminds me of? What? M&M's. <laughs> that, look, uh, it's funny that they don't have two M&M's on each M and M. It's just one M. Okay, look, so we flew you out have here. Two. I'm gonna have another one. I have to have an answer to this question. We flew you out here at great expense. Why do you not care about your own son when you were live at the show? Why did you not care? He got beaten to a pulp. Do you care? Do you care about your own son? Look, full disclosure. Yeah. I think the Miz really needs to work on his in-ring work. Oh, jeez. I'm not qualified to say anything. You're his I'm father. Not qualified. I'm not qualified to say you're anything. You're his father, and you're making a jerk-off motion. I just want to... I just... I really think he's got to apply himself. I don't care how good he is on the mic. Hey, Mrs. Dad, thanks for, for telling your son via the podcast, which I'm sure he listens to. Thank you for the m and <laughs> You're welcome. Mrs. Dad, everybody. Mrs. Dad was here. Uh, at great expense to ourself. I, Seems unnecessary. <laughs> I really feel out of pocket for that one. Yeah, I, as we should, as do I. As part of my petty cash. What happened to the M and M's? They're all melted now. Um, he just kept Mrs. Dad just kept resting his warm hand on them. It looks like the handprint from fucking Total Recall. They say <laughs> it looks it, like for the reactor. They say it melts in your mouth, not in your hand. That's not true. Mrs. Dad's Mrs. Dad's hand is so warm. They meant they melted the candy shell and partially my I mouth. I wish you'd ask him about his warm hands. I, well, I didn't shake his hand. He all doesn't right. know about the locker room, all right? He doesn't know when you yeah, come you in come and here, shake you got to shake hands with all the guys. Yeah. Show respect. Show, show a little bit of respect. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, showing respect, we're going to get to one of our interviews now. Uh, I went and saw Toronto's Fight Brand Wrestling. and uh, Oh, yeah. What was your, what's your verdict? You, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that show. Well, that's what we're going to do now is going to talk a little bit about the show. Uh, they, they had, uh, they had uh, music. They had comedy. Uh, they had wrestling. 
Um, well, so uh, based on what you just said, describe to me the venue. Is it like they do they have live music playing in the ring? Do they have it on a stage nearby? Well, they had it the, on the like this sort of entrance way uh, where there's a little like if you were to picture a. What was the venue? Is it a, like a veterans hall, a, an auditorium? It's the Transact, so it's like a small theater. Okay, so did they take out seats? Uh, well, I, I I imagine in that venue that they always just put seats down, like mm-hmm. they put down metal folding chairs for whatever the whatever they do. So it's like a it's a hall with a stage. It's a it's a it's, well. What do you mean by hall? Okay, so remember when we saw NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood? That was I never went a, with you guys. Uh, that venue was a movie theater, and they took out, like, the first then, uh, yes. 15 rows of seats so they could put a ring in the center. Then, yes. yes okay. It's like that. Um, but a instead of, like, a, a uh, performance theater, like a uh, a stage theater. So then they do, let me guess, live get live music on the stage where they'd have amps set up. Yes. And then they would do wrestling in the ring. And then they yes. do stand-up comedy on stage again? Or would that be in the ring? Stand-up comedy is the one thing I will say that didn't play. I have a feeling. I don't. The guy came in the ring. I don't like. I I jotted down what I thought was his name, but then I was told that was not his name. So I I, I won't address his name. He didn't seem to tell any jokes, but the people that were hilarious were the people in the crowd razzing the guy. Yeah. Um. But I thought we were supposed to razz him and get on his case because I thought we were supposed to hate him. Turns out we're supposed to like the guy. That was confusing. I don't think that played well. I think there are other people that could do really well at, at doing comedy there, but that guy just didn't. It just didn't hit. Like it didn't. It didn't work. To me, it seems like you got to hit the right notes if you're especially doing anything comedy related with a wrestling sort of audience. Yes, but uh, there was a lot of cool stuff. There, there was a band called Lost Cause that played metal, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and there was a local uh, celebrity in and and and. and uh, <laughs> In Toronto, Shaclair, uh, who does like hip hop stuff, and he was really entertaining. Like the crowd was fully into him. I thought they're gonna boo him, really, just because anybody plays more than one or two songs. It's like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. uh oh. And then a, a wrestler came in, and uh, Mason Carter did did stuff with them, or Carter Mason. Uh, I wrote these down so fast. Uh, and they did a song, and then Shaclair uh, got involved in a match and was doing chops and stuff to a guy, and the crowd was chanting for him Excellent. the whole time. But there are a couple of really standout uh, performers that were really enjoyable and really fun. Uh, I really dug Gorilla Army. Those guys are really cool. Um, so these are people to keep an eye out for. Yeah, yeah. If you if you hear about these guys, uh, Johnny Wave I liked. Um, RJ City, who I I'd hoped to get an interview with, but just it just didn't turn out timing wise. But uh, he was really entertaining. Um, let me see. Obviously, Monster Mafia. They're really good. Big Bear Benjamin Boone. Oh, don't say anymore. That sounds awesome. I like that guy. Uh, Skanky Ring Girl, who was later given a name uh, by the announcer when she was challenged to a match by uh, uh, another lady. I think her name was Lana. So she um, hit somebody over the head with her, the... Uh, her name with... was Jasmine, but for a while, she was uh, the other women wrestler called her a Skanky Ring Girl. And then that's what the crowd was chanting. Was the foreign object for Skanky Ring Girl. Was the foreign object the big uh, number sign? No, it was it was torn up though. Okay, it was, uh, and she just sat in the crowd, sad. <laughs> but then she won her match. She was very impressive. It was very fun. Uh, and then uh, let me see here. Oh, uh, bearded dragon Scotty Turner. He was great. And uh, Brent Banks, who was the new champion there now as well. So. You've heard those names, so now keep your ears open, listeners. Yeah, keep, yeah. Uh, keep your eyes open. 
So uh, it was a really fun show, and I got to I got a chance to talk to uh, Ashley Six, who is one of the wrestlers there, uh, and also the owner. But he wasn't competing that night; he's currently injured. Uh, and we talked about his show. Uh, so uh, take a listen to this now. Uh, Fight Brand Zone, Ashley Six. Scott here in Toronto, Canada, not in Los Angeles this week. Uh, I am here with the owner and one of the premier wrestlers with Fight Brand, Ashley Six. Hello from Toronto. Thank you so much for uh, for joining me. No problem. And thanks for having me at the show. No problem. How'd you like it? It was a blast. It was a blast. It was. People in LA, you should come to our show in Toronto. And if you're not from LA. Come to our show anyways. Yeah, I, I highly suggest it for all Canadians uh, that are in the area, go check it out. And even if you're in, what, Montreal? That's a bit of a drive? It's like eight hours, but no I mean, deal. you know, if you, can't check it out, it. if you can't check it out live, we have our web series that we're taping, The Beatdown, okay. which you can see online at our YouTube account, youtube.com slash fight brand, first plug of the night. And subscribe. And subscribe and That's like easy. and share and tweet and uh, and Vine and uh, what else are we doing nowadays? Uh, Instagram and Instagram you guys and Instagram tag up? us mm-hmm. and uh, and just all that. So yeah. how did you get into this? How how did this become your promotion? Uh, so I've been wrestling for about ten years all over North America, Mexico, uh, and I live in downtown Toronto. I'm a downtown Toronto kid, mm-hmm. and there's never been wrestling in downtown Toronto. Um, really. For the most part, no. Uh, and okay. if there has been, it's been really crappy. Uh, so basically, the reason why there hasn't been, as far as I'm concerned, is because no one understands the downtown Toronto crowd. Uh, being a downtown Toronto kid, I understand the crowd. They have short attention spans. They're not the normal pro wrestling crowd. Okay. I'm doing the things with my fingers right now. Air quotes. I'm air quoting. They're not the normal pro wrestling Yeah, fans. not these downtown Torontians. Exactly. So uh, my vision was to make it more of a vaudeville type show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bring pro wrestling, live music, stand-up comedy, burlesque, uh, magicians. I have all that stuff going on at these shows. Um, and I find that it, it, it breaks up the typical wrestling show a little mm-hmm. bit better so that uh, if you're not a wrestling fan, you'll enjoy the show. If you are a wrestling fan, you get a little something extra. Okay. Yeah, because this was Fight 8 is what I saw tonight. Fight 8. Yeah, this was the official Fight 8. We've had uh, another three or four other events as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we do special uh, events throughout the year, but these are our, uh, our home-based shows. And you had a zombie event that was being talked about. Yeah, last year during the Toronto Zombie Walk, we uh, were part of it with uh, the first ever zombie wrestling. Okay. Uh Funny enough, Devin Sawa from Final Destination, Idle Hands, he showed up, he tweeted about it, which is really? pretty cool. All right. And then this year we're working with Toronto After Dark Film Festival, Evil Dead the Musical, and uh, Night of the Living Dead Live. Okay. Which is kind of funny, Night of the Living Dead Live. Um, so basically it's a full production zombie wrestling event. It's not, it's not like a comedy wrestling show, it is like, it's like you're going to a play that has pro wrestling. It's complete insanity, it's probably the most successful shows that I do. Really? Toronto. I'm telling you, this is what I'm saying. This is wild. See, now I'm upset that I'm going back to Los Angeles. Yeah. 
the home of boring old SummerSlam. Right. When I'm going to yeah. be missing out on zombie wrestling. It's, it's actually the coolest show I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. Where did this come from? Where did you get this idea for it? Uh, I thought it'd be funny. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, how about we have zombies kill each other in a ring? <laughs> and people were like, yeah, let's do it. So it was it was a test. And uh, I had to take away chairs and make it standing room only in here. Really? Oh, yeah. It was fire hazard. Wow. I mean, don't. Was that pre-sales? Not a fire hazard. Uh, there was a, a crap load a of pre-sales. potential fire hazard. Yeah. There potential. Was, there was a lot of pre-sales. Most of it More was. More um, are happening, by the way. Yeah. There, most of it was walk-up. Uh, just from all the advertising in the downtown core that we did, right. uh, because the zombie walk, I'm not sure if you guys have one in LA. Uh, th- I've heard of them. I so basically remember. everyone who thinks, uh, it's fun will dress up as zombies and there's thousands and thousands of them who do it in Toronto. And that's during the day and they gather in uh, in a park and then roam the streets. So that's during the day we're, uh, we're at like the beginning of the evening mm-hmm. for a couple hours and then they have like nightclub events after so we're right in the middle so it's a you're in that time. sweet spot yeah, yeah we got that sweet spot that everybody's been walking around enough it's like all right you want to come in exactly. get a drink and that's where they do they come in they show. get drunk and then they go to whatever after event that is fantastic yeah. and it, you guys are selling tickets for that now yeah because that event is when that event is saturday october 26th october 26th um and so we're doing some early bird specials right now two tickets for 25 dollars on fightbrand.ca there you go there's plug number two yes plug number two yeah. and what we saw tonight fight brand, uh fight number eight yep you had uh let me see uh because it was i'm trying to get everybody's names down that it yeah, yeah. so we had monster mafia monster mafia was here uh we there's a new champion crowned there is brett banks who's one of the he's been one of the top uh most beloved um, wrestlers on the Ontario scene for quite a while now and uh, lately he's had a different change of attitude and apparently it's worked for him because yeah you're gonna say he's beloved I didn't I didn't love anymore. him at all I was no. booing him all night he uh, last show he decided to uh, to join the guerrilla army mm-hmm. with his mentor kingdom okay and uh, and then tonight uh, Alex Vega turned on the crowd as well another most beloved fan yeah so the guerrilla army has apparently grown tonight they took the the Bloor Court Cup which is this area Bloor Court and uh, and the fight championship, so they're kind of the top dogs tonight. Yeah, he beat Scotty yeah. Turner. He for did the, for the fight championship. Who Scotty Turner is one of the most popular guys here, so that was a big step. He was, and, and they moved forward. The Gorilla Army moved forward in the tag team title tournament. You got the you got your finger on the pulse of this. I got my finger on the pulse of it. It's like you're invested in something. Uh, yeah, it's like I have something to do with it. It's, <laughs> it's strange. You put on a very fun show, as you said before. It's, it is a much like a variety, not necessarily vaudeville, but a variety show. That, yes. Uh, I, a friend of mine that we'll be talking to later in another episode that she hadn't been to an event before, and it was wild. Like, we got to see wrestling, which I came for, and then there was comedy that, you know, she's yeah. more used to. And then on top of that, there's bands. We had a... Uh, uh, Lost Cause. Lost Cause, a metal band. A metal band, and then we had Canadian hip-hop legend, Chocolaire. I was, I instantly adored Chocolaire. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a treat. And he got into it. He got into it. And uh, the cool thing about Chocolaire is he performed with one of our wrestlers who is an up-and-coming hip-hop artist yes. named Carter Mason. Yes. So that was a really cool moment for Carter Mason. Um, and then again, he... And then he was chopping Boone. Yeah. And then he, he chopped Benjamin Boone. Uh, and then Chocolaire was so into it, he performed a metal song with Lost Cause after the show. I mean... Uh, if you can't tell, this show was a blast. Like, it was so much fun. If you're going, like, what happened? What happened? Well, you obviously have to go to YouTube. You have to go to YouTube. YouTube.com slash Fight Brand. The show is called The Beatdown. It's going to be every two weeks. 
Is there any plans in the future for touring the show outside of Toronto, or you're keeping it for downtown Toronto the, because that's the where... fight. Fight is downtown Toronto. Um, I'll do other events outside the city, which mm-hmm. we do uh, for fun. But fight is a downtown Toronto um, thing. And if I can make any reference, you're from LA. You know Lucha Baboom. I do. I'm... Same. We're kind of the same vibe as Lucha Baboom. Mm-hmm. Minus not so much lucha, even though we have our lucha events, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the same kind of vibe. So if people out there like lucha baboom, you'll love this. Okay, yeah, and and for yourself, you you are a wrestler as well, but you're sidelined right now. I'm sidelined. Uh, we won't talk about me being sidelined right now, but I am. But you're you're working your way back. I'm working my way back. Uh, hopefully by. Uh, a few months into the new year, I'll be back. Do you come to the States at all to wrestle? Uh, yeah, my last match was for Ring of Honor in Baltimore. Oh, all yeah, right. Unfortunately. So... <laughs> yeah. Good way, to, good way to go out. I didn't get hurt there. Okay. But uh, that was my last match I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, th- so where can people follow you for your wrestling career to, to follow uh, your matches and stuff like that? Ready for another plug. Uh, so you can go to ashley6.com. Ashley, spell like the girl's name. Shut up. And six s i x x dot com. Yeah, one guy started to say Ashley and make fun of a girl's name, and he got put in his place. Yeah, yeah. kicked him in the nuts. Yeah, I did. With and my then foot. turned him into a girl. I turned him into a female. I don't know much about science, but I believe that's exactly what happened. Bye bye. Thank you. We're just saying bye to uh, the lovely yeah. music lady. Yeah. Um, so and then fight brand again for the listeners. Where can they check this out? Bam website fightbrand.ca. Twitter. At Fight Brand, YouTube slash Fight Brand, Facebook slash Fight Brand. Like pretty, it. Pretty follow simple. It. Subscribe to it. Yeah, all that shit. It's stuff. Can I swear Actually, on this? Oh, yeah. All that true. shit. All that shit. Shit. <laughs> if you're in Toronto, you gotta go. And if you're not in Toronto, it's available for you. For free for on free. YouTube. For free. And you can buy our t shirts, which are really, really nice. They are nice. They're okay. Primo. Bye, LA. Uh, Ashley Six, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Anytime. go Ashley Six talking with him uh, I had fun at the show it was a really good time and I, I got to take my friend Haley who you can hear on the bonus pod uh, that we just released the uh, Toronto Comedian Raw uh, I'm, I'm jealous you got to go to two wrestling events in one week and you got to do, go to them in Canada which I, is sort of like it always seems like the promised land when it comes to wrestling it is like a fun mecca of, of wrestling yeah and the the, cra- the crowds are so much fun in Canada uh, whatever hometown you're in, like wherever you go, they're, you know, it can ebb and flow. Every time I've been in Canada, they are so much fun. I don't have to chant and yell stuff. They got it covered and they're funny. Yeah, they I are bet. fun. So uh, what was, we went to a, an impact pay-per-view. Do you remember that? It was in, yeah, like Irvine. It was like in Irvine or something. Yeah. It was bound for glory. It was like, yeah, it was like outside Irvine. Yeah. I remember we got tickets the day of there, right? Mm-hmm. I remember. Because what Mark had w- weren't valid. Yeah. We had like pieces of paper, but I, I bring that up because to me, that was, I feel like the closest I'd ever be to go into a show in Canada because one, everybody super was drunk guy. No, everybody was just super excited to be there. And I remember, like, that was the first time I'd ever I saw I think it. everybody thought they could get a job booking there. Yeah, that was probably it. Like, I got some great ideas. Let Steiner win! Hire me!
Yeah. Uh, I think, but it was like so often, like you sit next to people that are complaining, and w- Impact fans were like just rabid. They loved everything they were seeing. Yeah, and it was the most like it might have been because it was Los Angeles, but it was probably the most diverse I'd ever seen. Like like women, men, all all races, all ethnicities. I was really surprised at, at that Impact show. And that's always the fun. Like going to the show, everybody went there because they wanted to go there. It's not the case of like, well, I'll just go. No, you want to go see a fun show. So they took that, uh, oh boy, it's been a while now. Uh, I think it was Sunday, Sunday afternoon, and you go. You want to go see a cool I've, show. Yeah, I feel like a, an indie show to me strikes me as like, one, you've got diehard fans, and you got people that want to be there that are supporters. Almost the same as like, what is it for uh, for soccer, for football? It's like there's clubs and then. Nutbags. And then there's supporters. Do you know what I mean? Uh, hooligans? Soccer hooligans? I, I'm going to be going out on a limb here, but I think, yes. Like, the, the the terminology is you have a club, for which is the team, and then you have supporters, like are which are the fans. Yeah, they're fans. Fanatics. Yeah. Fanatics. Fanatics. So it was it was a really good time. And uh, as we talked about in there, uh, if you're in Toronto, go check it out. Because that brings us to our plug of the week. It is Fight Brand. Go to Twitter. Follow them at Fight Brand. Like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash fightbrand. Their website, www.fightbrand.ca. And if you're in Toronto, go see Zombie Wrestling 2 on Saturday, October 26th, 2013, in case you're listening in the future. And it's at the Transac, and it's a good, good time. I, uh, I just remembered my dad is flying to Calgary today. Really? Yeah, I just remembered that. And I was really tempted to be like, go to the dungeon. <laughs> go to the dungeon, Dad. I don't think it's there anymore. I think they sold the house. Really? Yeah. It isn't the dungeon really wherever they, they put it? I guess that's true. Yeah, the they, dungeon's in your heart. The dungeon's wherever somebody's really making your body do something that your body shouldn't do. Speaking of something your body shouldn't do, it's time for Jerk Tweets. Each week, go to Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Or at Curtain Jerks. That's right. That's yeah, that that works as well. Um, so send us your questions, your comments, whatever you want, and uh, you, we get so many, we we just might address it on the show. So the first one we got here, Steve Dez TV says, "Who is Paul Heyman kissing next?" Hashtag Brokeback Mountain. Hashtag Fuck you, Steve Sears. Uh, Steve that, Dez is coming after you. Yeah, no, he's, Steve Dez is coming. That guy has got such a successful career. <laughs> uh, the follow-up to the segment that you posited on on the DVR is Heyman is so grateful and thankful to Ryback for, for saving him um, at the pay-per-view because otherwise he'd be a vegetable in the hospital Yeah, uh, that he gave him a kiss on the cheek. What? Gave him a kiss on the cheek. How did Ryback respond? Smiled. Aww. Like a big old Cosby smile. Yeah, just a... Like, oh. That's sweet. Uh, you know what's funny? You say Cosby, like, in a way, I think Ryback sort of looks like a cartoon version of Bill Cosby. Like, if you look Fat at... Albert? No, no, no. Like, you know, if the, the Mad Magazine guy, not Argonauts. Alfred E. Newman? But if... Uh, no, who's the guy who would draw the celebrities? Like, for the... Oh, uh, I don't know. So, like, say they did... It's not Sergio Aragones. No, he does Gru and yeah, a okay. Mad Look At. And it's not the other guy, Jaffe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Don Martin? No, Don Martin's guys look all exactly the same. Uh, for um, so if they did like a <laughs> guy's got an art style, sticks to it. What an asshole! Yeah, <laughs> like this guy's got talent. Piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, if they were to do like a Mad Magazine like satire of Leonard Part Six or something, 
the way they draw Bill Cosby is sort of what I think Ryback looks like. I see. You what an see? interesting uh, observation that I don't think anyone's ever thought of or I will again. Yeah. Yeah. Until someone listens but to this. But they'll go, they'll say, they'll be in a conversation with somebody and go, um, yeah, you know what I think's interesting? Uh, Ryback kind of looks like Bill Cosby if you were drawn by a, a mad artist. Did you ever notice that? I, to be completely honest, I regret saying that. And I think I totally earned that fuck you, Steve Sears, from Steve Dez. Thank well, you, Steve Dez. So, you you preempted me on it. So who's Paul Heyman going to kiss next? Um, I'm sure he's old one. He's got to kiss uh, Curtis Axel so Curtis doesn't fight Ryback. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, you just for your boys, you know, it's for your for your two sons. I'm going JBL. JBL is very complimentary to him on commentary, and I think at some point JBL is going to get a little kiss on the cheek. I think there's something to be said about Heyman saying that wheelchair. I told you when I first saw it, he looks like an evil Professor X. He does. He but does. he they should put him in they should put him in the in the booth in the blo- in the broadcast booth. They should just wheel him on over there. Give yeah. him a headset. Give him a little kiss to JBL. There's a little kiss. Uh, GT2010 says the Undertaker must wrestle either Papa Shango or the Boogeyman at Mania. Who do you have him wrestle? Boogeyman. Discuss. Yeah. Boogeyman. Yeah. No, hands down, yeah, no Boogeyman. brainer. Papa Bo- Shango. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Boogeyman. Voodoo? Yeah. Boogeyman is scary. That's your fucking nightmares, man. Yeah. Yeah. He eats worms. Yeah, I'd love to see Boogeyman come down to the ring dressed as my manager at a movie theater because that's my fucking nightmare <laughs> is is going to sleep and then having to go straight to work when I was in high school. Now, this is something that probably doesn't make any sense to the listener. Because I worked in a movie theater when I was in high school. No, I, I was going to explain what I was going to say. Oh. Uh, Papa Shango doesn't do anything for me. I think it's silly. I think it's dumb. And I don't like it. The Boogeyman Hits on all levels. I love every single thing. He every the addition clock, they've he ever eats made. Worms. Uh, yeah, the clock, the glass that sticks to his head and chest. Then afterwards, the uh, what I refer to as the itty bitty boogie buddy, which they didn't call. They just called him Little Boogeyman. Uh, <laughs> itty bitty boogie buddy. I wanted them to call that. I thought it would have been great. Uh, every, the, the the more additions of fur and the like smoke. that weird heart. He uh, looks like Craven the Hunter. He looks like a Spider-Man villain. The missing teeth, like everything about Boogeyman. I totally bought it, and I was way into. Papa Shango seemed like a guy that was like, "Ugh, I gotta do this." All right. He looked like a fat guy who ran through like a <laughs> like a like a face painting thing at the carnival. Yeah, and he wasn't happy about it. He was happy when he was Godfather. That's Charles Wright. Like that wasn't it. But Boogeyman, he loved it. Like, he was into it. I think if they did like a, you remember Goldeneye for N64? Yes. Remember Baron Samiti? Uh, no. He's the voodoo guy. He wears, like, oh, a yeah, gray yeah, yeah. wedding yeah. groom from um, tuxedo. Live and let die? Yes. I think live and let die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think that what they need is a really strong buff guy who they can paint, like, the skull face on and sort of... If they wanted to do, like, a, a voodoo thing now, that would be red. But Papa Shango was always sort of, to me, kind of... It was the whitest way. He was, I don't know. He's Papa just, Shango. Papa Shango. I don't know. He just he doesn't do it for me. Uh, so, Boogeyman, hands down. Uh, if you have reason to believe otherwise, then go get a job at WWE. Oh, jeez. What was that? How many know. W's was that? Put your hands above your head. Put your ah. hands above. Do you smell toast? Yes. Say, and it smells delicious. That's a, that's a full sentence. Okay. Smile. <laughs> You're just making a farting face. I did a face. miss smile. You're making a farting face. Um, 
I, I've totally, got Vince McMahon disease where I can't say his own company now. I'm totally the WWE. I'm totally stoked on a Baron Samiti wrestling character now. <laughs> well, let's make it happen. And then wrestling memes. Uh, wrestling memes had a little fun at my expense this week, uh, and I did enjoy the hell out of it. They said, yes, R.D. Evans on SmackDown. Well, that or it's Curtain Jerk Scott Narver. Uh, and then he made a meme of me uh, from what they refer to as Robert Evans on SmackDown, uh, a skinny wrestler that Ryback was in the back with who inter- he interviewed and then slapped in the face. This was from the uh, – there is a Canada SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see that meme, uh, either follow Wrestling Memes or like us on Facebook because it will be there on the page or on our Twitter. Uh, and you can see me uh, when I had a mustache for – that was my Christmas stash. That's your Christmas Hitler stash, right? Uh, yeah, it was my Christmas stash for That's a day. When you did J. Jonah Jameson, you kept it like military style. Like Damn it, Parker! It stops right at the edges of your lips. That's right. Uh, or it's a chaplain if you're not so comfortable with the terminology. I believe the official term is the push broom. Is that right? Yeah, it's the push broom. Oh, all right. I did not know that. You learn something every day, everybody. Um so, uh, let's get to the other interview with Monster Mafia. I'm going to tell you, these guys are big. How these big? Are, these are very big people. Yeah? They're big gentlemen. Is there? How did you feel doing this interview with them? Uncomfortable. Yeah? I am not a big gentleman. Well, you're, you're like 6'7". I am very, I'm 6'5". 6'7 <laughs> with your hair. I, I'm 6'7 with my hair. I am also six seven. If you put my ears directly on my head, um, I am. I, I have no mass. Um, they're very kind. I'm very pleased that they were very kind because I thought uh, if this were the '80s, it'd be like the Doctor D uh, David Schultz thing where he slaps that. Uh, oh God, what's that guy? Do you remember that? Uh, uh, I, I the we, guy with the mustache, uh, the interviewer uh, who's super big in the '80s, doing not Geraldo. The other guy. You're not talking about Munch from SVU getting the choke slam, right? No, or no, no, the, no, no. The, uh, not Belzer. The choke out. Belzer, uh, yeah. I will. I will know what it is when we come back from the interview. But um, it was it was great talking to these guys. Uh, I I really hope they can come out and, and chat with us again. Uh, it was, and they put on a hell of a match. Um, I'm really excited to see more of these guys. So uh, <laughs> you can hear. Probably the, the quivers in my voice for like, oh, please don't think it'll be funny to kick my ass. So for a visual aid for our listeners, if you just imagine two T-bone steaks, like put sat upright with a breadstick in between them. Exactly. There you go. That's, That's imagine it. that while you listen to this. So, uh, yeah, here are the uh, Monster Mafia. I'm from Curtain Jerks, and I'm not in Los Angeles this week. I am in Toronto, Canada. It's very uh, far. It's very far. How, where are you guys? It's I'm a different country. I'm here today <laughs> with Monster Mafia. Yep. It's a pleasure, guys. Thanks for being on the show. No problem. Uh, where are you guys from originally? Toronto. You guys are from Toronto? I'm from Hamilton. Well, I'm from northern Ontario, like Muskoka. It's a cottage area. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I'm Hamilton, kind of so it's like an hour from Toronto. Okay. 
But so you grew up in Canada, Canada raised and wrestling in Canada. Is that where you guys started out training? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Uh, all the wrestling training basically is in around Toronto and uh, Windsor, which is on the border of Detroit okay. in Ontario. So basically you don't really have an option. You have to travel to either of those two places if you want to get started. So where did you guys start out? Where uh, Did you guys meet at the same school? Did you meet at a later time? Uh, we met at the same school, and I was kind of like a dickhead. And I thought I was like too good for like my own good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh was really like really fresh, but the school was really crappy. Can we swear? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it yeah, was yeah. shit. This is yeah. internet radio. Anything yeah. else? Like this, we we have a good time. So it was it was shit. Um, but I like whatever got too big for my britches and started traveling. And then Josh ended up getting uh, properly trained by Johnny Devine. Oh, okay. And then yeah. we kind of met up again in our travels, and it all worked out. All right. We hated each other. At the beginning, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There was what like what started years. it? What started off the hatred? Was it some I, misconduct? I was, no, no like, handshake. No no no, 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 no. Josh was just being taught wrestling a certain way, and I have my whole life taken things my own way. So okay, I was just like, eh, don't tell me what to do, or <laughs> I don't care what your trainer's telling you or what you think. Right. But like he was being told things properly, and all he was trying to do was just like help me out. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like, I'm fine. That's it's the same way with this recording. You've you've not wanted to do it. You said no. <laughs> said no, and he's like, "Come on, this might help. Who knows who, who this guy is?" Exactly. It could be from LA. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that's basically how it went down with my trainer. Just we just clashed at the beginning. Right. And then it all came together when I guess we both matured enough to uh, understand each other a little bit better. So but. what's winning out? Is it the maturity or is it the breaking out with your own rules? Because you guys in the ring tonight, you guys uh, fought the painkillers, uh-huh. and you guys definitely stood out. And were outstanding, I guess is a better way of putting it, not stood out. Because, yeah, you guys have your own attitude. You guys break out from the norm. It's very uh, fun to watch. I think it's just a comfort thing. Not, I guess doing it as long as we have and, like, as much as we have. And, like, we have, like insanely good chemistry i don't know if it's because we have to drive together eight hours and like put up with each other's bullshit right or like we just find each other amusing and entertaining but like i don't know we have like a like we can go back and forth no problem well that seems like one of the lost arts now is traveling together and getting to know each other that well because everybody's either flying now or if you get work with one of the big companies you're not spending that time together yeah but you guys are kind of a throwback in that sense it seems like we tried to be like an indie throwback Mm -hmm. I guess, in a sense, because, like, we were talking about which big, like, indie stars would travel together, and we thought of, like, the Claudios and the Heroes and the Kevin Steen and El Generico, but it was, like, in pairs of twos, and they would just, like, travel the country, Cabana and CM Punk, and, like, look where they are now, so we were like, well, why don't we become a tag team, and then everything's just been falling into place, I guess. The last year, it's really kind of seen yeah, as I mentioned to you guys before the podcast, uh, Christian Rosenberg, who was uh, the commentator for IWL, you guys just did a match in L.A., um, and that was against the Young Bucks, which is already being talked about, and they said for them that was just one of the dream matches that happened, and was that as big as it lived up to amongst all the hype for you guys? Uh, I'm going to say yes, because we're okay. both, we're not like... We're both marks. We're both fans. Like right. wrestlers oh, yeah. are the biggest marks of all. And if anyone ever tries to say they're not, they're just lying to you. Uh, we're fans of the Young Bucks. We're fans of like a lot of wrestlers. So we were excited to wrestle them. And when we did, it's always good when you show up to wrestle guys and you have a pleasant experience. Right. And they're equally as like they were equally as excited to like get in and see if we were a good tag team because they want more tag teams yeah. around indie wrestling too, right? Right. So, yeah. No, it was definitely a good experience. 
So what would be next if you guys if you guys had that match? And then what is what would you like to do in the next year, 2014? Well, in two weeks, I want to wrestle the American Wolves at AAW, but we don't know who we're wrestling. Yeah, yet, we don't so. know who we're wrestling yet. Oh, okay. That's there's what been, that's what the there's been some internet to get the steam rolling on that one. Yeah. Happened, but, uh, so we're hoping. You stirring it up on Twitter? I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> Uh, what's the, is there a popular hashtag you guys are throwing out there? Just Monster Mafia. Hashtag Monster Mafia. Monster, okay. Um, but uh, in the next year? What do we, uh, I just want to sign my name on something the same time he does. So okay. like, whether it's with whatever, Ring of Honor, WWE, TNA, Dragon Gate, doesn't matter. Somebody who can just start featuring you guys yeah, on I mean, like, television. And... I just see it like, now we're becoming successful and we're like starting to actually like turn profit and like make name for ourselves and sell merchandise. Merchandise? Where can you possibly get this <laughs> merchandise from? ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ethan Page. Uh, I know it says Ethan Page, but we have Monster Mafia shirts there. Mm-hmm. He's I, just the caveman and I, I don't know. I'm like Bill Nye, nice, so yeah. That's how <laughs> okay. that works. All right, so uh, t-shirts are available there, and yep. you guys are actually, yeah, as you said, getting that fandom, getting the recognition. Yeah. Where is it bigger for you guys? Is it is it in Canada, or is it the States? Or the States. Is it the, the States? States? Yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way. I've been for eight years, seven years, pretty much all Canada. I was probably for the last two years, from five, year five to seven, I was probably like top two guy. Mm-hmm. Top five guy in Canada, top two guy in Ontario. Okay. Nobody knew who I was when I went to America. Really? It was okay. barely. Like, maybe, like, a handful of people. Okay. In the last year, in the last year at AIW, out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and AEW in Chicago, alone, like, it's just, it's ridiculous how much of the indie wrestling, like, niche, like, you can get into when you start traveling around America. Right. So, that's where it's at, is America at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you guys gone across the pond in England or any of that to see if... Uh, I had like my hopes up to go to Germany, but that fell through. So, no. okay, we have a lot of uh, UK listeners. So yeah, get UK us listeners. there. Get us there. I, I forget. I saw some wrestling company. I wrestled uh, the champion for Fight Club Pro. How was that? Uh, MK McKinnon at Evolve last year, mm-hmm. and I was gonna see if I could go over to England, just because I I have family there and I could go there, but. You know, it's just, it's all a grind to try to get the right contacts and it's all right timing. Right. But we're obviously not going to pay for our own plane tickets or anything like that to yeah. travel anywhere because we're kind of old school like that. Yeah. Cheap. I don't know. <laughs> you like want to cover your costs. Yeah. When we went to like Cali, like for us, that was a big deal because we told ourselves that we would never fly ourselves out. We wanted to like get our name up to the value that someone was willing to like pay our ticket. So it was like we were walking to get onto the plane. We just like looked at each other and we're just like, yeah, this is actually happening. <laughs> so it was, it was like the most ridiculous thing ever. Wrestling one of the best tag teams in the world. We care more that someone like flew us to California. Never even seen like anything but a subway at California <laughs> while we were there, but it was still cool to us. That's great. People are investing in you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As the fans should as well. So where can they invest in you guys? As you said, ProWrestlingTees.com slash yep. Ethan, Ethan Page. page. Yep. And then where are you guys at? Uh, social media. Facebook page, Twitter. Uh, we both have Twitter. Josh's okay. is at walking underscore weapon. Okay. And mine is at Ethan Page 89. Guys, thank you so much. Monster Mafia here talking with us. I appreciate your time, guys. No problem.
Stossel. That's right. John Stossel was the guy I was trying to think of that I thought I might be if they decided to just slap me around. Describe John Stossel to me. Uh, he looks kind of like Geraldo Rivera, but just a, a guy with a mustache. Kind of looks a little bit of Phil Ranta, a little bit of Lanny Poffo, and a mustache. You, to be honest, I don't know what Lanny Poffo looks like. Oh, my God. I only know Lanny Poffo from from our show. You know, that's that's uh, that's interesting you say that because this week we have Ask Macho returning, and that's his brother. Oh, God. Don't tell him I don't know what his brother looks like. I won't. All right. I No, I this makes me so uncomfortable. I think I just have to leave the room. All right. Okay. Uh, <coughs> bring him on in, and uh, we'll start Ask Macho Man. Yeah, that guy is weird looking out there working on that computer. You see that guy? Uh, it's I like hope, his neck is melting. I hope you're talking about Miz's dad and not co-host of the podcast, Scott Narver. No, no, I know Scott Narver. Yeah, he's a, he's a uh, string Breadstick. bean. Breadstick, yeah, 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 he's like a breadstick. It could snap him right quick. Hey, careful. That's that's my friend. No, oh, yeah, no, I like the guy, all right. But no, the guy working on the computer, he looks like the guy from RoboCop when he gets hit with a toxic waste. But they put a mustache on his face. Help me, help me. Get away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the scene from the movie. They're remaking that now. Ah, bullshit. No, no, no. It's true. No, I know it's true. No, no. There's a trailer for it. It's got Michael Keaton. He's Batman. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Macho Man, are you excited for the new RoboCop movie? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anytime they got a RoboCop movie, I'm all about it. Yeah. Number three had a samurai in it. Yeah. Japanese samurai who's a robot. Do you wish that in I Robo- bought one of those. Do you wish that in RoboCop 3 that that samurai had like actually been wearing like armor? The fact that he was just like a Japanese guy in like a 1990s suit, like did that play for you? No, cuz the same uh samurai robot that I have in my house, mm-hmm. I just I make him wear clothes so that way people don't think I'm being a uh, uh, you know, mean to him, like stereotypical racist or something like that. Like, oh, he has to wear his a uh, Shogun armor or something like that. Like, no, 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 it's Casual Friday. Put on a put on a Hawaiian T-shirt and, a, and you know some shorts and some flip flops. All right, okay. And give me a soda. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's my servant after all. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a deadliest yeah, warrior. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a uh question here from one of our listeners. Uh, you mind if I ask? Yeah. Him? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have at it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Forgive me if I mispronounce it, but Kyle Penabianco, I believe, uh, is pronounced. Kyle Penabianco. Kyle Penabianco. Kyle Benebeck. Kyle Benebianco. Kyle, back it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He asks, "Hi guys, could you ask hey, Macho how are you? I think he's doing good. Oh, good, good. That's good to hear. Uh huh. Yeah. Could you ask Macho Man Randy Savage mm-hmm. if he will buy the new WWE mm-hmm. 2K14 right. and if he likes to play with himself? Oh. Do you like to play with yourself? And do you like the WWE 2K14? WWE 2K14, that's a lot of carrots. That's a lot of gold, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's so much gold wrapped up right there, yeah. It's 2014. That's a lot of gold. That's a lot of blood diamonds, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio did do nothing to stop that. No, no. Was he South African in that movie? South African? I don't know. Hey, I got to go back and watch it. I'm confusing him with the character in the beach where he's just some guy with blonde hair and all the ladies like him, Uh uh-huh, yeah. I remember when he that guy's dying from the shark bite in the beach. Do you remember that? No, I don't. I remember when he was in video game form and he played a little video game. I'm like, what's going on here? I asked the Honky Tonk Man, hey, Honky, what's going on right here? What did Honky Tonk Man say? He, he was passed out. He didn't know. Oh, so you're just talking to a passed out Honky Tonk Man. I'm just talking to a passed out Honky Tonk Man. How was I Where supposed were you, to know Were you watching things? the beach like in a hotel on HBO or something? Yeah, Biss Western. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. On Demand. Fourteen ninety nine on plus demand. Tax. Wow, 
All right. And then we watched the uh, the porno version afterwards. The bitch. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, she's on the beach being a bitch. Uh, yeah. Very, very enthralling. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, it's really about uh, how society functions as a microcosm as well as in the greater scheme of things. That's what I said the honky tonk <laughs> man, but he was asleep. Yeah, what did honky tonk yeah, it was outrageous. Uh, Kyle Penabianco. Do I like playing with myself? Kyle, oh yeah, how do, do you I feel I like about playing with myself or like masturbatory? Is that what we're talking about? I think that's what it's about implied. wrapping my fingers around my joystick? Ah, ha, 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 very funny. Well, what if you would, what if you could play as yourself in the oh, game? Oh, he like, he doesn't like playing with himself? Well, who's you got to play with, huh? Well, he says he's thanks from Australia, so I assume he's in some well, sort down of... Down under, he throws yeah. his hand around and then, boom, comes right back to him. Boomerang. That's right. That's right. Boomerang Jackoff. Uh, I know what he means. Playing in a video game. Uh-huh. Yeah, playing all with all the buttons. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't wait to put this game into my Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, I was about to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a feeling the last time you probably really were having, you know, some good time with the video game system was that WrestleMania on Nintendo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Super WrestleMania. Every game on the Super Nintendo had Super in front of And you did make an appearance in the Super Nintendo Royal Rumble game, right? Yeah, Super Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. I remember yeah. that, yeah. That was Super a good rental. Super Mario I that Brothers. I uh-huh. Super Double Dragon. Super, Super Metroid, Castlevania, Super Turrican, yeah, yeah, Super, Super F Zero, Super everything, uh-huh, Super Star yeah. Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Elizabeth, uh huh. Oh, that's what right. I, yeah, I call her Super Elizabeth because I love my Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Nice, nice. And now, uh, Super Curtain Jerks. Hey, I like that. I like that a lot. That would be a great logo, like a 16-bit like start screen for Curtain Jerks. Yeah, just take some money out of the petty cash. Uh, what, what do you mean? I spent half to get that guy who was working on the computer into the lobby that guy yeah he's he's a freak that guy i know speaking of freak if there was a super nintendo game of curtain jerks it would be you press start and then it's like seven to eight minutes of two guys talking about going to college and what plays they were in and then it gets to wrestling that seems very odd yeah it is i wish you could fix that in options but uh besides slim jims kyle would also like to know uh are there other items you like to promote Oh, other items I like to promote. Uh, let me think about that for a second. Maybe yeah. your album, perhaps? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's done pretty well for itself. It, it, it ebbed and it flowed, and yeah. uh, it is what it is. Uh, oh, oh, I know what I would like to promote on here. Mm-hmm, yeah, everybody's going to want a piece of this, right? Everybody's going to want to get in on this. Everybody's going to go, oh, how many dollars do I have? I'm going to need more in order to get a part of this, yeah. Telling you right now, get in on the bottom floor for this, all right? All right. Think about this. A video game system that has 32 bits. Uh, Take the amount of bits in a Super Nintendo, okay. right? And the, which double is 16, them. 32 bits. Uh, I think what you're describing Calling is... Calling it the Super, Super Macho Nintendo Entertainment System. Aha, yeah, prototypes are on the way. Yeah, I, I have a covered few... in tassels, got uh, sunshades on them, so if you want to play during the daytime, it doesn't uh, corrode the system. I like it. I like that. I just feel like the PlayStation... Uh, the first PlayStation, the Nintendo That's 64. That's a room where you jack off in. The PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's a bathroom at a bus stop, right? Yeah, that's where Laney's always hanging out in. Oh, the PlayStation. Yeah, the PlayStation. All right, He's okay. He's going to go blind in there. Uh, 
you know, I don't think I'm going to get the... I'm not going to be able to talk about the console wars with you. I feel like I just don't have enough time. No, why? Yeah, because there will be the super, super macho, macho Nintendo Entertainment System. I would love a system with neon on it and tassels. 32 bits. Get in on it. Uh, Alex Klimowicz. I, Alex Jesus, Klimowicz. how many questions do you have? I, this is the last one. Alex right. Klimowicz asks, he wants to know what your thoughts are on an instrumental entrance theme like yours and Daniel Bryan's, uh. or uh, lyrical ones, where it always sounds like the wrestler is singing their entrance theme. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like whenever there's uh, lyrics on oh, like the You sang your entrance theme? Well, yeah, but they didn't use the lyrics, no, because uh. every, otherwise everybody thinks they're graduating. Ah, uh, okay, pomp and circumstance. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You guys are full of pomp and circumstance. Why don't you let me just sing my own damn lyrics, huh? Yeah, okay. Have yeah. you ever heard the Mars Bringer of War? Oh, yeah, Bruno Mars, the bringer of wars, yeah. Yeah, that's Bring right. Bringing in keyboardists and all these other guys fighting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fighting, uh, like, Thanos, yeah. Oh, Thanos, yeah. Are you a big fan of the Avengers? Are you excited for Avengers, yeah, too? Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, they're not as good as the mega powers. No, 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 no. certainly worlds, not. Uh, explode, yeah, but the Avengers, yeah. You got, uh, you got Hawkeye, yeah. He doesn't miss a shot. Hey. Doesn't even look and just shoots him. Speaking of superhero teams, uh, the DC Universe... It's a lot of human beings that interact with superpowered people. Uh, uh-huh, like like Catwoman. Yeah, how do you feel like Catwoman can hang with Batman? I mean, they're both like they're just people that are incredibly skilled, but then you've got somebody like Superman and Aquaman and Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. It's not like Catwoman is part of any of those teams, but she can hang, right? Oh yeah, yeah, she can hang. Yeah, she's got a low cut uh, little kitty cat outfit, uh huh. And then you want to go above and you want to hey, I want to pet you. Please don't scratch me, all right? I see you there, and I want to give you a little pet, all right? Is it low cut? Hold Does on, she have I'm a talking to her. Hold on, hey, uh, hold on, how are you? Yeah, it's the Macho Man and the Savage. I want to give you a little pet, maybe a little saucer of milk. Uh huh. Yeah. But well, what about this Macho hey, Man? Suddenly your glasses back are gone. Back off of my game, all your right? Your glasses are gone. She stole your glasses. Oh, Where my glasses. glasses. Oh. Where's your crown? Your crown's oh, my gone crown. too. Oh, my scepter. Oh, everything's gone. She fleeced you, bro. She fleeced me. Yet she, she is a time. cat, and she did a sheep-like maneuver on me. It is it. I'm going to go get my stuff back, and I will be back with a vengeance. Yeah. I hope so. And it's... I will be back with a super, super macho Nintendo Entertainment System. Aha! Last question, last question. Gee, what are I'm you sorry, doing? I got my stuff stolen from me. You I know, keep I asking know. me questions. Are you going to be in Batman Arkham Origins? I think you should. I think that'd be awesome. Dropping an elbow on Batman, shattering that arm no, around Or Mega him. Powers. You could team up with him. Oh, with Hogan? No way! No, no, no. Hogan, no, 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 no. With Batman, with Batman, with Batman. Oh, dress up Batman like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, maybe they work out a little bit better. Add a little hair on the back, not on the top, mind you. That guy's bald. That guy is totally bald. All right, I'm dropping an elbow on everybody, especially Catwoman. Aha! Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Macho Man. Did you uh, mention about you and the brother? Lanny and you? Oh, shit. I completely forgot that I didn't Oh, yeah. good. No, I didn't want to be there for yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah, like I'm going to tell Macho Man I don't know what his brother looks that'd like. That'd be stupid. Yeah, he'd elbow drop me. Oh, man. All right. Well, God, that guy, you, Macho Man has got the craziest eyes on the planet. He does. That's why he wears those sunglasses. Yeah, he just had the most intense eyes. They're super intense. Just get, just get lost in those eyes. <laughs> well, that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. Go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Check out some other great podcasts on there as well. And, of course, you want to check out 
if you're in the Toronto area and just in general, you got to check out Fight Brand. See what they got going on. And their zombie wrestling show coming up on Saturday, October 26, 2013. Go back in, if you have a time machine in the future to listen go to this. Back in go time. back in time. Go back in time. Sell that place out. Yeah. Double sell it out. Double sell it out. While wearing your future clothes. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the future, uh-huh. next episode, Whoa. I will be doing an exclusive, exclusive critical analysis of Total Divas because it's a show I'm enthralled by. Steve has recently watched the show and told me I watched, how... I watched one episode and I was like, this is a really good show. And I refuse to watch, so we're going to hear I will Steve watch try to sell me on this show. Yeah. So I will, I will sell Scott on Total Divas. I will try to sell Scott something next week. We'll see. So, for Kurt and Drake, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.